Good morning. It's good to be with you today on this uh, wonderful Wednesday morning. Uh, wonderful Wednesday. That'd be a great name for Wednesday ministry. Y'all can steal that and use that for something. So today is our Wednesday, and we're going to be reading 2 Timothy 14 through the end of the chapter, which I think is verse 26. Yes, verse 26. So we'll be reading that today. I'm Andy Stoddard, lead pastor here at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church, and it's good to dig into God's word with you now. So let's um, start with verse 14. Remind them of this and warn them before God that they are to avoid wrangling over words, which does no good, but only ruins those who are listening. Do your best to present yourselves to God as one approved by him, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly explaining the word of truth. Avoid profane chatter, for it will lead people into more and more impiety, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hermanius and Philias, who have been who have swerved from the truth by claiming the resurrection has already taken place. They are upsetting the faith of some. But God's firm foundation stands bearing this inscription, The Lord knows those who are his. Let everyone who calls on the name of the Lord turn away from wickedness. In a large house there are utensils, not only of gold and of silver, but of wood and of clay, and some for special use, some for ordinary. All those who cleanse themselves of things that I have mentioned will become special utensils, dedicated and useful to the owner of the house, ready for good works. Shun youthful, youthful passions and pursue righteousness, love, righteousness, faith, love, and peace among those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with stupid and senseless controversies. You know that they, you know they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kindly to everyone, an apt teacher, patient, correcting opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant that they will repent and come to know the truth, and that they may escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. So Paul is not writing this to those of us that are on social media today, but he's writing it to Timothy in the first century A.D. Let me read to you 23 through 26 again, and we should have this emblazoned upon everyone who's on social media. Have nothing to do with stupid and senseless controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kindly to everyone, an apt teacher, patient, correcting opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant that they will repent and come to know the truth, and they may escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. Y'all, that's so good. That's so good. It makes me think of something I heard Tim Keller say one time, which has just stuck with me through the years. He said that his job was not just to proclaim truth, but his job was to persuade you to follow truth. Correcting opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant that they will repent and come to know the truth. No one has ever lost an argument and converted. That's not how we're wired. You will never argue someone into heaven. Ne it will never happen. You will never argue a person into heaven, but you may love them into heaven. When we treat people with, with gentleness and patience, we correct lovingly. We're not quarrelsome. When we present a different method of conversation and of even debate than this world we live in, then, then we can present a different path. You will never argue someone into heaven. It won't happen. So 
if you feel like your job today is to go on social media and just argue with folks for no reason, goodness, if you feel like your job is to go on social media and argue with folks when you have a reason to argue with them, what are you accomplishing? What are we accomplishing when we do that? What do we accomplish whenever we devolve into constant argument and controversy and quarrels? What are we really accomplishing? Nothing. Is not the goal that we have for those who do not know the truth to repent of their sins and turn to the truth? Is that is not our goal, the repentance of individuals, so that they may come to know the saving faith of Jesus Christ. That's what we're here for. We're not here to win arguments. We're not here for social media likes. We're not here for these things. These things are worthless, dude. And he tells us <laughs> have nothing to do with senseless and, and with stupid and senseless controversies. He says other uh, others uh, avoid ring liver words which do uh, no good but only ruin those who are listening. He didn't write this to people on Twitter. In the year 2024, he wrote it to Timothy in the first century. So it makes me think of Ecclesiastes. There is nothing new under the sun. Nothing. We struggle with the same things today that Timothy struggled with and people in his age struggled with back then. It's so hard to love people with whom we have conflict. It's so hard. Hard for me, hard for you, it's hard for each of us. But we must do it because, as he says, God may perhaps grant they will repent and come to know the truth. If your desire is for them to repent and know the truth, they're not going to do it at the end of an argument. They're only going to do it when the Holy Spirit has enlightened their eyes and their hearts to know the truth. So, be careful. The Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kindly to everyone. What if we made that uh, a requirement for ministers? <laughs> you know? What if not being quarrelsome was a requirement for, for men and women of the cloth? I think I think that'd be a good I think that'd be a good place to start. He says in verse 21, those who cleanse themselves of things that I've mentioned will become special utensils dedicated and useful to the owner of the house and ready for every good work. That's what we want, y'all. We want to be something useful to our father. We want to be a tool that he can use to help others know about Jesus. That's what we want. So when we when we live in the depth and in the breadth and in the height of the grace and the goodness of God, that's what we are and that's what we become. We become useful utensils for our God to use to help others know who He is. That's what He wants for that's what He wants to do with us, and that's what we can become. That's who we can be through His love and through His grace. So um these are these are important words for us to hear in the world, in the moment that we find ourselves in. Now, we do hear him say earlier um, to avoid wrong doctrine and things such as that. Avoid profane chatter, for it will lead people to more and more impiety. Their talk will spread like gangrene. 
There are those who have swerved from the truth by claiming the resurrection has already taken place. They're upsetting the faith of some. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this description, the Lord knows who are his. The Lord knows who are his, y'all. That's uh that's 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 a good thing for us to think about. That the Lord knows who his people, who who his people are. He knows who he has called, and he knows who will accept that call. And so we don't have to worry about that. We just have to trust. We have to trust. And frankly, ultimately, he's the one that he's the one that knows these things. And so our job is to love. Our, our job is to is to leave that in his hands. Uh, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will turn away from wickedness. So our job is to do all that we can do, all that we can do, y'all, do everything that we can do to help as many as possible turn away from wickedness, turn away from evil, turn away from that which is wrong. And I think once again, we see how we do that by not being quarrelsome, but kindly, an apt teacher patient and correcting with gentleness because God may perhaps grant that they will repent and come to know the truth for God so loved the world that whosoever would believe whosoever whoever will turn to him whoever will turn to him and live whoever will turn to him and rejoice whoever will repent of their sins and turn to him will know life so today Let's not be quarrelsome, but let's love. Remember, we're not going to argue them into heaven. We're not. <laughs> as much as we think we will, we're not going to argue them into heaven. Let's, uh, let's love. Let's point to Jesus. Let's make sure that all the world knows about his saving grace, about his saving mercy, about his saving love. Hey, it's a great word for us today in the world we find ourselves in. So let's seek to live out that good news of Jesus. Thanks for being with us today. We'll pick up tomorrow with um, chapter three. Um, so we'll, I look forward to getting into that with you tomorrow morning. Have a great day.